Welcome to Like a Yogi Does, season two. On this podcast, we talk about how to move with the flow of life, how to come home to yourself and live in alignment with who you are. This is not a place for rules. It is not a place for shoulds, shouldn'ts or expectations. There's no right or wrong. It is not black and white. We are human. This is messy and it is beautiful. This podcast is a space to explore, to transform and to open up to a new way of being. As you listen, be open, but take with you what serves and leave behind what doesn't. Because as I said, there's no right or wrong, you're human and you are fabulously unique. So open up, be ready to take on a new way of being, be ready for a little discomfort and a little confrontation. And most of all, just open, explore and lean in. I can't wait to share this episode with you. Today we talk about feeding your soul, your true self, living a life that lights you up, living a life that makes you feel alive, living a life that nurtures the joy held within each and every one of you. Before we begin, take a deep breath in and let it all go. One more time, deep breath in. And let it all go. Let's dive into the episode. As we get older, we forget to see the magic and wonder in all that surrounds us. But it is there. We are told to take things seriously, to grow up, to act our age. We're told that magic isn't real and that life isn't fair. As we grow up, we learn that the world is dark and scary. We build up walls and armour to protect ourselves. We harden our edges. We try to make sense of it all. We try to find our place in the world, a place where we feel safe, a place to belong. But what we do is we lose ourselves. We become disconnected from our souls. We take life too seriously. We hold on to our challenges and we forget to look for the magic and wonder of this world. As human beings, we're sometimes too clever for our own good and we forget to enjoy the simple things. We forget to feed our soul. We forget what makes us feel alive. What the point of life actually is. To live. It's not to achieve big, amazing things. It's not to have it all figured out. It's not for it to all make sense. It is to live, to feel alive, to experience. In today's episode, we're talking about feeding your soul, your true self, the part of you that makes you feel alive, the part of you that is filled with joy and love and magic and wonder. Feeding your soul is a practice of softening your hard edges opening up to the mess, the wonder, the darkness and the magic. It is softening and opening up to experiencing the world. You will never figure it out. You will never be perfect. You will never escape the pain and darkness. You are human, messy, imperfect and wobbly. And that is so incredibly beautiful. The world is always changing. Nothing will ever be the same. And we cannot attach ourselves to this idea of how we think things should be. 
You will never have it figured out. You will never be perfect. You will never escape the pain and darkness because you are human. But you are surrounded by magic. You are loved and supported through it all. And you are strong enough to face that pain and darkness. When we can come back to our soul, when we can come back home to ourselves, we can face whatever the world throws our way. You are human. When you allow yourself to connect to the most human part of yourself, you start to realise what life is all about. It's about living. It's about experiencing. It's about being in it all. So what happens? Why do we disconnect? Why do we lose track? Why do we forget where we really belong? Well, to me, I think there are a couple of reasons. We label and separate ourselves. We try to fit in a box. We try to make sense of this world. We grow up believing that the world is scary. How many times have you heard your parents say, well, life isn't fair? How many times have you heard them say that life is hard? And I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying life is easy. But we kind of get attached to this idea that life is scary and dark and confusing. And so we try to make sense of it all. We try to find our place. We try to find who we really are. We try to identify ourselves and label ourselves. But all we do is separate. We separate ourselves from who we really are. We separate ourselves from the people in our life. And we separate ourselves from life itself. You are not the things you identify yourself with. You are not the shape of your body, the colour of your hair, the job that you do. You're not the roles that you play in the, your life. You are so much more than that. You are a human being. You are messy and perfect and it is beautiful. And I know it's hard. Lots of people, including me, we spend our lives searching for who we are. You hear people go traveling and do all this work to find themselves. But to me, that seems counterintuitive because you're not lost. You can't find yourself in anything outside of yourself. You can't take on a label or an identity and that be it for the rest of your life. Life is always changing. You have to allow yourself space to grow. To me, finding yourself means unraveling. It means coming back to yourself. It means coming back to the most human part of you. It means letting go of those things that you identify yourself with. It means letting go of the identity of your body, your mind, your emotions, your thoughts. It means realizing that you are none of those. They may contribute to who you are, but they are not you. You are what lies underneath. And they talk about this a lot in yogic philosophy, this idea of Atman. Atman is your true self. And the way that they describe it in philosophy teachings is that you're like a Russian doll. In the very centre of you is your soul, your Atman, your true self, the thing that makes you alive, the thing that you really are, the thing that lights the way. And then on top of that is these layers. 
these identities that we take on, these labels that we embody, these the physical that we identify ourselves with. A lot of us identify ourselves with our hair or the clothes that we wear or the way our body looks. Or we identify ourselves by our minds, by maybe our mental health struggles, maybe our personality traits. But if you lost all of those, if your body completely changed, which, hate to break it to you, probably will because you're human, you're always evolving and changing. But if none of that looked the same tomorrow, who would you be? If you lost your job, if you lost your home, if you lost all your clothes, if you put on a load of weight and your body didn't look the same anymore, would you still be you? Now, that's a really hard question because so often we identify ourselves as these things. And I know that, like, a lot of people, we lose ourselves in all of that. And then sometimes when it falls apart, when it's gone, we think that we are gone, that we've lost who we really are. We forget that actually who we are is what lies underneath. We forget that we are not those things. They only contributed to who we are. This is a fucking deep conversation, so take your time with it. But basically, you are not the things that you identify yourself with. You are not the labels. You are not the way you look. You are not the things that you have in your life. You are not your thoughts. You are not your memories or your experiences. You are what lies underneath. You are this beautiful, incredible soul. Now, I know that can feel quite confronting, but it also can feel quite empowering because you realize that even if everything falls apart, you are still you and you will still be okay. And sometimes we need everything to fall apart to create space for what really matters. We get so attached to our lives. We, we seek safety. And so we want to hold on to the things that we know, the things that feel familiar. But often these things are what are stopping us from feeling joy. They are the things that are stopping us from actually experiencing what we wish to experience and like most people, I can imagine what you want to experience is freedom, love, joy, pleasure, and ease. And often what we have in our lives, what we have labeled ourselves with, what we have attached ourselves to, what we have identified ourselves with is stopping us from experiencing those. But because we have identified ourselves as those things, we are so afraid to let them go. We're so afraid of walking a different path because we don't know what that looks like. We don't know who we are if we don't have any of those things. So instead of this conversation confronting you, but if it does feel into that, it's okay. Hold yourself through it. Let this conversation empower you. Let it inspire you to make a change, to let go of what it is that you identify yourself with that is stopping you. Let this inspire you to take a step in a different direction. If you're feeling out of alignment, if you're feeling disconnected, if you're feeling like life just isn't moving the way you want it to, 
this is your opportunity to make a change because those labels, those identifying things, factors that you have attached yourself to, they are not you. You are what lies underneath and you will be okay if all of those fall away. So how else do we disconnect from our home, our soul, our source, our true self? We take on other people's crap. We take on other people's stories. From the ages of zero to seven, you are like a sponge. You are absorbing everything, the people in your life, your family, your your friends, your teachers. You're taking on all of their crap and absorbing it like a sponge. Because from the ages of zero to seven, you're trying to make sense of the world. You're trying to figure everything out. And how do you do that? You learn from the people around you. So we take on other people's crap. We hold other people's fears, worries, judgments, beliefs, and thoughts. We are told that this is how the world is. This is how we should be. And this is how it isn't. And we take that as the truth without ever really questioning or exploring it until we are prompted to dive a little deeper. But all this does is separate us from who we really are and what really matters. If we're living someone else's story, someone else's truth, someone else's lie or belief, we are missing out on who we really are and what we really want and what really matters to us. So often in life, people are scared to go for what really matters, for what they really want and what makes them feel the most in alignment with who they are because of a story they have been told in childhood, because of something their parents told them or their friends or their teachers. I mean, look at the example of people going for jobs like artists or yoga teacher or actor or dancer. We're told that jobs like that will never give you security or safety, that you will never be able to support yourself. So what do we do? We squash our dreams. We squash our creativity. We squash the things that light us up because we're told that those things are not safe. So again, let this be an opportunity, a space for you to question what it is that you are living by. What stories are you taking on? What parts of yourself are you squashing so that you can be safe, loved and accepted? And the other reason we disconnect from our soul, from our true self, is our attachments. We attach ourselves to certain people, to certain experiences, memories, possessions, to a certain outcome. We have this idea of what life should be. We have this idea of what makes us important, of what makes us loved. We have this idea of how we should be. But none of that really matters. The more we attach ourselves to the external world, the more we lose sight of who we really are. And the more we suffer. Buddha once said that attachment causes suffering. Because when we are so wrapped up in how we think things should be, when we are so wrapped up in having a certain job or person in our life, we open ourselves up to suffering. Because life is not perfect. 
we can't control it, we can't change it, we don't get to choose who is in our life and who isn't, we don't get to choose what we experience always. So when we attach ourselves to a certain outcome, experience or person, we open up space for us to be disappointed. And that in turn stops us from connecting to our soul because we're so scared of not having that thing or that person that we squash what really matters. We stop ourselves experiencing what really matters. We stop ourselves doing the things that light us up. And we do everything we can to be safe. How can we begin to feed our soul? How can we step away from our labels, our identity, our attachments, our stories? Hi, hello there, yogis. I am interrupting this podcast episode to bring you Like a Yogi Does sponsor. Shameless plug, Like A Yogi Does, is sponsoring Like A Yogi Does because you've got to be proud of what you're offering the world. So I'm here to tell you about my upcoming workshop. This month, we are focusing on nurturing joy of welcoming pleasure and feeding the soul. Each month, we do a two-hour workshop. Yin, Yang, and Yoga Nidra. We begin with movement. We move for it all, we sweat, we purify, we unravel the crap that weighs us down. And then we settle into stillness. We release our connective tissues, we release tension and trauma and heaviness that is held in the body. And then we soften into a guided relaxation. A place for it all to come back to balance. A place for rebirth and transformation. This workshop is a space to explore what makes you you, a place to explore what stops you being you, a place to explore what makes you feel alive, a place to make space for the things that light you up. If anything I have spoken about calls to you and you want to explore a little more, drop into my DMs on Instagram, like a yogi does, and I will be able to tell you more about it. Until then. Enjoy the rest of this episode. Feeding your soul means softening your hard edges and choosing to look at the world from a place of wonder. I do have five practices to start to ignite this connection to your soul, to your Atman, to start to wonder at the world. Practice number one is to dance like nobody is watching. Now this really is a practice of softening those edges and expectations because A lot of us don't know how to dance, but you know what? Does that really matter? Put on some music, your favourite song, and just fucking dance. Dance and shake and move like nobody is watching. Let yourself be free. Let yourself express what is going on inside of you through movement. There is something so magic and beautiful about this type of expression. It opens up these channels because so often we're squashing them, we're restricting them, we're trying to fit in a box and trying to be something else. So we actually stop ourselves from expressing what is our truth. But when we can soften, when we can let go of judgment or rules or expectations and just move, 
we start to realise that it is safe and it is okay and it doesn't matter what we look like, it just feels fucking good to move. And that leads me to my second practice, shake it out. Start with a little bob, bob at the knees, let the arms hang loose, let your head wobble, soften your hard edges, physically soften those hard edges. Now, a lot of the time I'm talking about softening the edges energetically and emotionally, but it all starts with the physical body. If we can soften our physical hard edges, if we can release tension and just let ourselves shake and move, we start to open up those channels for expression and we start to soften our edges within. Practice number three is create a little space in your day to get lost in the little things. We are so quick to fill every second, every moment of our day with being productive, with getting shit done, with being go, go, go. But what about just being in the world? What about just experiencing? What about just feeling into this moment? What about just noticing those little things? What about just being? Turn off the screen, turn off the telly, turn off all distractions and just take a moment to be lost in the silence and nothingness of this moment. Just notice all that is held here. Just take a breath. It doesn't have to be big or complicated or crazy. It's just getting lost in space. It's creating space. Because how can we listen to what we really need how can we know what we really need if we never create space for us to hear that voice how can we know what lights us up and what doesn't if we never allow ourselves to feel into it to create a little space to just do nothing um i know i'm very privileged in the fact that i have time in my day to soften and do nothing a lot of us don't have that space. Maybe some of you have kids and work and a business and family that you have to attend to. But I can almost guarantee there will be at least five minutes in your day where you can just get lost in nothingness. Maybe you started scrolling and then you turn off your phone and realise you feel heavy. Maybe you can switch that out for just a moment of nothingness, just a no moment of being, just a moment in space. Just five minutes in your day. There will be time, maybe even when you're waiting for the kettle to boil or you're waiting for something else. Just give yourself a moment to get lost in space. Just be in it all and experience it all. And my fourth practice that I'm going to offer you is to do something that lights you up. That could be cooking a meal from scratch. It could be baking. It could be walking in nature. It could be running. It could be dancing. It could be drawing or painting or singing. It could be going to the gym. Whatever it is, make time in your week to do something that is for you. And it doesn't have to be... To any particular outcome. There's no goal to this. You're not trying to achieve anything. You're just doing something because it's for you. We get so stuck in our lives of having to prove 
and justify why we are doing the things we're doing. Time is limited. And so we end up in this place of having to justify and prove that what we are doing with our time is worthwhile. But instead, just do something for you. Something that lights you up, that feeds your soul, that makes you feel good. You're not doing it because you're trying to get somewhere or achieve something. You're just doing it because it makes you feel good. And then my fifth practice, make some noise. (laughs) No, I love this one. It's all about expression. It's about releasing, expressing, letting go of those hard edges, letting go of those boundaries, softening into it. We are so scared to make noise. I teach yoga classes and I try and get people to sigh or blubber their lips or just make a noise, but we're so scared of being seen. We're so scared of expressing who we really are. But it is, oh my God, so freeing to just let it out. And not only energetically or emotionally, it's good for us physically. When we make noise, we are building the mind-body connection. We're stimulating the vagus nerve, which in turn allows us to connect our mind and body, which allows us to connect back to our soul. Our soul is alive when we are connected, when each part of us is connected. So make some noise. If you're in a safe space, maybe not fully in public, but if you feel fully ready to do it in public, I mean, go ahead. It will be the most empowering thing you've ever done. But wherever you are right now, take a deep breath in. And then as you sigh it out, make a noise, let it go. Don't worry what it sounds like. And don't worry if you look or feel ridiculous. Because I'm here with you. Take a deep breath in. And let it out. One more. Really give it your all. Deep breath in. And let it go. And yes you're probably feeling a little uncomfortable (laughs) the noises I am making. You probably feel uncomfortable and a part of you is probably going, oh my God, switch this off. Turn it off now. Don't do it. I promise you, don't do it. That discomfort is opening up a door. A door for you to be able to express yourself, for you to be able to connect to yourself. All these things that make us feel uncomfortable, they are a doorway to an area of growth. Our discomfort is just showing us where we have space to lean in, where we have space to welcome the messy and imperfect. So if my noises made you feel uncomfortable, maybe take a look at why. Instead of just going, oh, no, too much for me, take a look at why. Ask yourself, why does that make you feel uncomfortable? And then let it go. Let your noise be heard. Express yourself. So those are my five practices for feeding your soul, for connecting back, for starting to unravel those layers that cover your true self, your Atman. And I want to leave you with a journaling prompt, a moment for reflection, a moment for introspection, a moment to really connect back in. So my question for you is, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? 
if you knew nobody would judge you or reject you or hurt you or say something bad about you, what would you do? If you had complete and utter freedom to do anything in this world, what would you do? Take a moment and reflect on that question. Maybe now, if you have time, we'll write it down and come back to it. But I really invite you to dive into that, to really lean into that, to feel into that and to let it flow for you. Again, try not to think about what it looks like. Try not to have a certain outcome or expectation. Just feel into it. And before we go, I want to leave you with an affirmation. Take a deep breath and repeat this to yourself. I am here to experience the wonder that is me. I am here to experience the wonder that is me. I am here to experience the wonder that is me. You are here to experience this world. You're here to feel into each and every moment. You're here to soften your hard edges and really just open up to experience. You're human. You're messy and perfect. You're filled with joy and love and wonder and magic. And that is such a beautiful thing. So this week, take time to feed your soul, to do the things that light you up, to soften those hard edges and to really lean into all that makes you you the light and the dark, the good and the bad, the beautiful and the ugly. You're human. It's okay. Thank you for listening, guys. This has been Like a Yogi Does, talking about feeding your soul. And if you've made it this far through the episode, if you've stuck with me this long, you've stuck through the noises and the ups, the downs and the confrontation and the discomfort, this spoke to you in some way. And if it spoke to you in some way, I would appreciate and be so incredibly grateful and honoured if you could show this podcast some love. Share it with a friend, someone you love. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts and rate the podcast. Get this message, this space out there into the world because there are more people in this world that need to move with the flow, need to soften their edges, that need... A little space just to welcome who they really are. Too many of us in this life are living by our shoulds and our shouldn'ts and our expectations. And it's my mission to create space for people to come home to themselves. For people to open up to what makes them them. And live a life that truly aligns to who they are. Life is short. And I no longer want to waste mine by living by someone else's rules. I want to help everyone else do the same. So if this podcast spoke to you in any way, give it a share, give us a review and rate us on, I don't know, Spotify and Apple. And I'm sending you so much love. Next week, we've got a conversation with the incredible M. Huckstab. And oh, this conversation really lit me up. So keep your eyes peeled for that and ears open. And as always, be curious, explore, and open up to the magic and wonder of this world. It is beautiful. It is wonderful. And it's filled with so much love. Thank you for listening, yogis. Have a beautiful day. The light in me honours the light held in each and every one of you. You are amazing. Namaste. Namaste.